Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast presents the Beef and Poot Show. I'm your host, Beef, with special guest Poot. Special guest Poot, how are you doing today? Do you have enough oxygen? <laughs> That's very yeah, yeah. interesting, Poot. That's that's very interesting. You're a very interesting person, Poot. This is what what an interesting conversation. Well, thanks for listening to the Beef and Poot Show, everybody. This is Victor House Beef with my special guest Poot saying so long. You're listening to the Pittsburgh Piledriver. Podcast. All right, thanks and welcome once again to the Pittsburgh Power Driver Podcast with Beef the Legend, Poot the Bard, Bay Bay. Uh, Casual Gaming Dad will be joining us later on. Tiger Bomb Tom will be inbound shortly, but for now, you are stuck with the two of us. Ransom is on assignment. Uh, I understand he's climbing into the fires of <laughs> Mount <laughs> Doom <laughs> this evening. <laughs> he's at the store. He's at the store. That's what he's doing. I he's mean, at the store. But but I saw the. He's at the store. Getting the Uruk-hai. getting 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 more Uracarios, okay, and and Miak. That's what he's doing. He's at the store getting Uracarios and Miak, okay, for breakfast. He's not on assignment. Right. He's not climbing Mount Doom. No one pay attention to that. All right. Okay. You, you heard it here first. Not okay. on assignment. Not at Mount Doom. He's at the Out store buying Miak. So, <laughs> um, authentic Bulgarian Miak. <laughs> authentic Bulgarian Miak. We oh, are yeah. so far off the rails. So, uh, WrestleMania season, baby. Oh, boy. And, uh, yeah. you know, nothing screams WrestleMania season like, hey, sudden title change. Hey, sudden title change. Hey, sudden title that- change. Uh, three of them in the last uh, three weeks, if you're counting. And and the th- the thing is, it it actually does make a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. You know why? What what beef? B- 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 what company are these titles held in? WWE. WWE. There you go. You answered your own fucking question. And plus, they just, like maybe they're trying to on on sur- some kind of surface level trying to mix it up to get more eyes on the product. What? What's this? Finn Balor's back, and he has the U.S. title. What? What's happening over here? Dolph Ziggler's the Herberger Burger. What's this over here with the hair? Like it's they're trying to like do this very almost like look at me. I'm wearing a cool hat. You know what I mean? Yep. That's that's what's happening. Make no mistake. Three internet darlings have come away with the title three specific weeks. If that's not Vince saying, hey, I want to be AEW, but I don't want to be AEW. I don't know what is. Uh, I don't know. I want you to think that we're AEW, but we're not AEW. Well, and and the thing is, like, yeah, there's a lot of internet darlings in AEW. I mean, that's pretty much what they were. The foundation was built upon. But mm-hmm. like, but the thing is, they still booked it like they weren't internet darlings. Like they were just, you know, popular res- wrestlers. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. Have they bat? Have they batted a thousand all the time? 
No, you know, but not every company does. I mean, just look at control your narrative. What a fucking weird thing that is. Oh, Any, oh I want to talk about that because fucking it is. I am it is so a, conflicted. It is a bag of cats and nails. We'll just we'll get we'll we'll get there. Let's, let's stick to the stick to the path here. It's only two of us, okay? Let's You're hold right. hands we, and we, skip we, down we, this path. So gotta, gotta stay focused. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean Ricochet. So so Balor winning and then Ricochet winning and yeah. then uh, 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 Ziggler winning. Yeah. So in in order of the least amount of problem I have with them, um, I think Ricochet is up at the top because he has been due a fucking singles title for years. Um, Agreed. Like he won. He won the NXT North American title, I think, on his debut, and was a great, you know, person to hold it. He and took then it was off like Adam imminently. Cole, didn't he? Huh? He took it off Adam no, Cole. No, I think, I think, I think Adam Cole took it off him. I think, I think it's backwards. I think, I think he won the inaugural tour, the inaugural ladder match. No, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole did. Adam Cole won the inaugural. Well, while I'm googling that. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, like, this is something that he has, um, that, that's been coming for him. Oh, absolutely. So, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm excited for him and, uh, you're right. I'm sorry. He did be down on Cole. I apologize. Um, I remember but, Cole's face uh, when he pulled that belt down. It gave me chills. Yeah, man. He. Cole, Cole is a pretty good wrestler. Anyway, Ricochet. So, and, and I mean, like the incumbent was Sami Zayn. Who's embroiled in a fucking feud with Johnny Knoxville? And I'm like, fuck, I don't want Knoxville to be the Intercontinental Champion. I don't want him to beat Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental at WrestleMania. Like that title, the Intercontinental title in WrestleMania is 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 a weird, strange journey. One that like at its peaks has been the absolute show stealer at WrestleMania. And at its worst has been a joke or not fucking seen at WrestleMania. So, like, I didn't want Knoxville to, like, be part of the bad. Um, <clears throat> so that, okay, we'll, we'll put that aside. I'm, I'm in favor of that. Okay, fine. Next, it's probably Balor. Uh, yep. I, I don't like the idea of him beating Damian Priest. Did Priest um, do anything backstage to piss anyone off or something? No, not 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 that I'm aware of. They just you know changed his music. Realized and he then, fell flat. Yeah, yeah, because you know uh, that you know a wrestler and his music are 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 synonymous, and and whenever you change that, it's it's tough it, to fucking it, rebound. It fucks it all um, up, man. It really does. It does. Champa's another one that like fucking rest in peace. His theme, fucking that Baron Corbin. Such uh, a I'll, fucking I'll shame. This. Uh, I agree. I agree. And Baron Corbin, I'll stick up for this. When he just had the base fucking like, I, I, I bring the darkness, I, I'm the thunder, whatever, the I, I'll end of days, he was a believable kind of badass heel. Yep. And then he like inserted the kingly bits into it, and now it's like something fucking goofy with Madcap Moss. Like, <clears throat> when you start stripping away their themes, you start stripping away who they are. And I get it. Champa made having no music at all work. He made he fucking strutted his shit. It like fit the there was character, none other. Though. It fit it's the true. character. And then when he got his, that's when he threw out the "No one will survive." Mm-hmm. And know? it was so fucking great for who Champa was 
uh, i.e. the psycho killer, um, that like, and they, 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 they never called him that because, you know, God forbid he, you know, that, that be seen on WWE or heard on WWE, WWE television. Well, it's the same reason <clears throat> they couldn't call Kyle O'Reilly the artist of violence. Right. Exactly. So, um, but that all notwithstanding, like they, they kind of tr- stripped Priest for parts. Uh, and I mean, you know, he's had a very, Priest that is, has had a very full year. Uh, he, he had a great match with Bad Bunny last year at WrestleMania, which nobody saw coming. And then, um, you know, has had, a, you know, he's been U- U.S. champion for the bulk of this year. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's done okay. Uh, I, I love Balor. Balor's my guy. Um, but to see him beat a young guy, well, not young, but like a new guy, like Damian Priest, um, kind of sucks a little bit. But I, I know he'll rebound. He'll be okay. Here's the one that I'm struggling to understand, man. Is Dolph Ziegler beating Ziegler. Ciampa? Ziegler. Dolph Ziegler oh, hi, beating Tom. Ciampa hi. at NXT in a three-way to win the NXT title. I, I I appreciate that he didn't beat Braun Breaker for it. I get that. But man, like someone talked me off a ledge here because like I, I've I've already kind of left NXT dead and buried in the past. I'm not watching it anymore. I don't even record it anymore. I just keep up with it. Did and I, this is kind of like affirming my decision. I, 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 I can't tell you the only thing I can tell you is that I, I, again, now I'm back to trying to be a little more uh, reasonable now that you can hear I'm getting a little stuffier as the night goes on. Um, the, the, Happens the, with all of us. <laughs> uh, what? What? As I say, it, it, it always seems to happen like Dude. towards the end of the night. Like a certain time of the night, you just automatically like get stuffy. Well, medicine, medicine's also wearing off. I got to take my medicine and stuff and go to bed. But the, but the, but the thing is, yeah, old nappy time poot, doctor sleep time. The, um, <laughs> but like the, um, but the thing is, I'm going to try and be a little more Switzerland on this one. I have no problem if occasionally there's a gatekeeper veteran that's believable like Ziggler who's yeah. Okay. He's the, the, the whole dirty dogs thing or whatever the fuck. Um, like, you know, he's, he's kind of featured here and there on the main roster and everything. But the thing is he came down there, shot his mouth off. And even after all the crap that Ziggler has been through and all the poor booking and all the weird gimmicks and all the thing, you still believe him. That's my point is that Ziggler is believable. He's believable to come down there and be a foil for, gosh, shucksy doodles, I'm a big, muscly, mean-bearded man like Braun Breaker. Um, mm-hmm. The whole the whole white face baby meat thing, you know, um, as we like to say. Yeah. He's a good foil because he just looks and goes, kid, I don't care how many muscles you have. You're greener than, ba- you're greener than baby shit back off like you know what i mean he just has that swagger and that attitude that he can do it and and it's it and it also kind of gives the rub to anyone who does take him down and anyone who does compete with him because they get to kind of sit under his learning tree and that's kind of what nxt unfortunately is now instead of uh 
instead of being the the classic black and gold where it was just really good wrestling and really good storytelling and really good presentation. Now it literally is like you're walking into a developmental system and walking into a promo exercise or an entrance exercise. You know what I mean? So having Ziggler there might not be the worst thing. So that's my way to kind of pull you back from the ledge a little bit. Well, I and I gotta to further off of that. I gotta agree with you. I'm I'm glad that they're I'm glad that they're doing something with Ziggler, even if it's you know in the grand scheme of things. If you wanna if you wanna look at uh, you know saying that the NXT title is uh, you know beneath him or anything like that, like or why would they have why would they do that to him or anything like that? It could be argued, you know, a lot of people benefit from, and I I still hate saying going back down to NXT, but now. It definitely can be said as that because, as you just said, um, you know it's it, it is purely a developmental thing, and and there's no qualms about it. We we talked about it before. That's exactly what Vince wants. Vince wants to take control of the developmental. He wants to mold these wrestlers as he sees fit. So hence him and Bruce Pritchard taking it over, right, wrong, or indifferent, whether we like it or not. Um, I. If there's one person that any wrestler could learn something from, uh, from in ring wise, and I'll give you this one on how to fucking sell like a million bucks, it's Dolph Ziggler. That man sells. There's been, I can't tell you the number of times I've watched a Dolph Ziggler match and think, one, how fucking underutilized and how underappreciated he is um, for, for the lack of you know singles titles runs and stuff like that that he's had i mean yeah i know he had he had a uh, a lot of intercontinental title runs um but what he's only had one two world title runs correct Sounds me if i'm right. wrong yeah something, right. like, something like that um you know it does you know does really awesome in ring work sells like a million bucks can do some good storytelling but they just they just never seem to stick with him they they put him on a, you know they get hot and cold on him very, very easily. So for them to do something with him, even if it's going down to NXT and, you know, working with some of the developmental and uh, being a gatekeeper down there, at least they're doing something with him. So and um, and absolutely 100 percent agree. He he has that believability because he's because he's been around and he's, uh, you know, done, uh, you know, all this stuff in it you know for so long he's somebody that makes it believable storyline wise so there you go good storytelling uh good chance with the developmental to work with him not taking anything away from uh from champa you know because obviously there's a lot to be learned you know from him as well um but i mean uh, you know it's at least it's something. It, it's something to hopefully revitalize him. I mean, hell, look at look at uh, you know how revitalized Balor was. Whenever I don't know if you guys already talked about it or not, uh, you know, while I was uh, while I was taking care of work business, but uh, you know, somebody like Balor, fucking his, you know, after he was done in NXT, went up to the main roster, uh, you know, got injured, then mired around in mid card obscurity, went back down to NXT and had a fucking banger of a run there as uh you know as uh prince instead of you know just the demon um so i mean it's this could be exactly what ziggler needs maybe he'll get you know a little a little bit of a fresh perspective a little bit of something to 
recharge the batteries, revitalizes juices, creative juices, and hopefully we get something, uh, you know, better out of him moving forward. Or not necessarily better out of him, but hopefully creative will see something better with him moving forward. I just, I, I just, when, when Balor did it, it was done with like grace where he went back down there and he was like, because Balor, that's where he belonged though. That's yeah, because he had the cachet, man. He was like, I was the NXT champion and I was the best NXT champion you guys have had. I'm going to show you how to do it right. And he became a great fucking gatekeeper for carrying cross to beat just right. just an amazing amazing feud match result all of it but ziggler screams of like again like hey we hear you guys like internet darlings so dolph ziggler who you guys have been in love with for 20 years hears him beating like the one thing from nxt that people stick up for um, I will not say kind words about NXT 2.0, not now, not ever. Um, not but, now, but, not but, ever. But the one thing, um, unless Vince dies, but the one thing that they're doing well is Braun Breaker. <laughs> um, there, he he is an absolute fucking star. Outside of his dumbass fucking name, dude, he his, is an absolute star. Dude, his name is dumb, and I'm sorry. Anytime that he picks up a mic, I just go like, ugh. I'm sorry. It, you could feel how now he'll obviously he'll loosen up. He'll learn to cut a better promo. He'll settle into himself. He's still new. Like I know he grew up around the business and he, you know, and all that, but he's still new to that. But just right now it's every time he picks up a mic, it's like going back to the early nineties and it just kind of makes me go. Ugh. No, I agree. It's cringy. And the, the the other thing I'll stick up for is Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction. I think they're doing that whole shtick yeah. pretty well too. Oh, they can definitely do my whole shtick. Uh, oh, fuck like, your sake! Thick reference for the episode. Go on. Um, <laughs> thanks, because we were we were we were actually uh, missing that quota. So so glad you're here. I hey, um, I'm I'm here to fill your quota. <laughs> How you doing? There's two. I just I I, I just like I I don't understand. Yeah. Why now? Un- unless either A, they're going to put the NXT title online at WrestleMania, which would be cool. I I, I-, I dig that like they did with um, Rhea's title here a couple years ago, except for the wrong person winning. But that's neither here nor there um, or putting that title on a pedestal of stand and deliver, which, again, would be fine. Uh, I don't think it needed that. I would have rather seen Ciampa versus Breaker three than Ziggler versus Breaker. But, you know, we are kind of where we are with it i it just i i can't like i just you know vince is like hey we're going to do this my way and my way is going to make all these new great stars okay like we don't agree with your way so we're going to embrace it kicking and screaming but we're still probably going to embrace it one way or the other and then when he's making the new stars he falls into the old pit perils of like of of how he treated former NXT talents that came up way too early and like just became a mediocre joke, a, 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 a mediocre is what they became. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here's I got I got a question you for you. On you're this. a wordsmith, aren't you, buddy? 
Meaty Joker. Meaty, meaty Joker is what they were. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so here's a question for you. Now, uh, I, I know you said Braun Breaker is the one thing that they're doing right. Do you think uh, with his lack of mic skills? And yes, I know, again, like Poot said, he's new. It'll come with time. But do you think they made the right decision putting the title on Braun Breaker when they did? No, I do. No. Okay. See, see now. See, this is this is why I asked because, you know, I get it. It's developmental, but if it's developmental, and you know this guy is green, why'd you have him beat Champa in the first place? Why, you know, I, I, I don't. That I wasn't. That I wasn't a hundred percent sold on. Um. And and to be honest, a lot of the uh, a lot of the newer the newer names that are there, I with the exception of and I and I'm uh, forgive me if I get his name wrong. Is it Joe Gacy or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I, like short of, yeah. short of him, short of him, and Mandy Rose and Toxic Attraction, but obviously Mandy's an already established name. There's not a lot of the newer people that I'm really invested in for any one reason or another now i mean that could just be you know wwe leaving the fucking taste of you know sour milk in my mouth there for for as long as they have and just life getting in the way and not having the time to really invest myself in the product but but there's but i never hear anything saying oh my god well i was gonna say that's the thing I, I, I don't hear anything from anyone saying, oh, my God, you need to go watch NXT. I hear that all the time about AEW. Like, oh, my God, you got to go watch it. They put on a hell of a show this week or whatever. I, I don't I don't get that same thing from NXT. So I, so I wonder, like, you know, the the fact of uh, the fact of them putting the title on Broadbreaker that when they did and now taking it off of him, do you think they thought it was a mistake in the first place and they're trying to fix their mistake or what, like why? Well, and so the other thing is like, this makes him look good because you know who else were two time champions? Very few man. NXT has been very, very careful and calculated with their title history that they haven't had a ton of two time champions, Balor, Joe, um, Ciampa, like there, I think Cross had it twice, but only because he had to give it up once. Like, yeah, there te- are yeah, technically, very few people who have had that did distinction. Adam, did Adam Cole have it twice? Mm, I don't think so. I think he's had it one time. I'm not I'm sure. sure. I might um, have to go back and check. Gargano but, only had it once, right? Yes, yes. But bottom line here is like that. That that is a the and. Those are like highly regarded names. So now Breaker gets to join that club when he inevitably becomes the next guy to hold it twice. I have no problem. So Ciampa had nowhere else to go. Uh, He had offered everything he could to NXT. The last thing that he could do was give the Undertaker rub. Like give the, okay, I'm the old guy and I'm getting beat by the new guy. Like this is how this works. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That was the that that was what he did, <clears throat> and it should have been over. Like that should have been it. While they while they drugged Dol- Dolph Ziggler down there, Bobby Roode, I don't know. Um, I, did, they you know again, did they drag them both down or just Ziggler? 
Oh no, Rue's Rue's been down there with them too. The the, the dirty dogs have been down there. I, um, listen, I I gotta interject and I gotta say they still, still, I will argue this point to this day that they missed the train with the with the tag team name of Too Damn Rude. Why the fuck did we not make this happen? Fucking trademark copyright by me. I'll sell it to Vince for a pretty penny. You're welcome. I you know. I, I, so, dirty, so I have no problem with, get the with, fuck out of here. with Breaker being chomp for the first time. Like, I have a problem with him losing. And again, he didn't dirty technically down. he didn't technically lose. He was never pinned. He didn't give up. Ciampa lost. All you're doing is hurting Ciampa's legacy That's by true. having Ziggler beat him. And you're 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 getting a title off of the guy to give it back to the same guy. Do Here's you- uh, do you yeah. think that do you do you think that's kind of a a Vince way of uh, putting the screws to one of the last uh, black and gold OGs there, putting the screws to the champ of that way, hurting his legacy? Like, like ha ha, I'll do this to you because I can. Probably, he made his choice. You know, they've they've all made their choices. Guys like Pete Dunne, guys like L.A. Knight. Now the the problem is with like Dunne and Knight. They came like, in they, during the black and gold. They did. They signed their big agreements whenever it was still like, you know, okay, here's what's going to be happening. And they've they've had the rug pulled out from under them. So you got to feel yep. bad for those guys. Oh, yeah. I but, do. Um, so when Breaker made his debut on Raw last week or two weeks ago, whatever. Wait, that happened? Yes. Yep. He was, he was, a ta- he was in a tag team match with Ciampa, I guess, against, get this, the Dirty Dogs. Um, on yep. Raw. On Raw. Yep. Because, but because they told fuck him, the police. Yep. They Wait, told what? him. Why? I'm so confused. Why? Bro, if you're having trouble trying to figure out why an NXT talent's on Raw, we're going to have a conversation about last year with Keith Lee and, uh, and Killer Cross. I digress. <clears throat> um, the, the, that, that whole shtick, yes, it, it's problematic for sure. But after his debut, he was told, you did good, kid. But you gotta smile more. Dude, fucking Braun Breaker should be a monster. He should be a suplex machine. He should go out there and, like, leave people on their fucking necks. Just like Brock Lesnar does. Brock Lesnar doesn't fucking smile unless Brock Lesnar wants to fucking smile, and everybody's okay with that. I don't get this whole thing of, like, hey, man, you gotta go out there and be white-faced baby meat. Steve Austin never fucking smiled unless he was about to stun your ass. Never did he fucking smile. It, it was a different. Was there... It was a different time. Yeah, it was a it, different it, time. To to be fair, yes, you're right on that because that was that was during a time where society in general had that angst that that you know. I mean, not that not that it's disappeared. That people still don't want to stick it to their boss and they wish they could like kick their boss's ass or something like that. But that was like the it was the time of Fight Club. That yeah, that was the antithesis of like. Uh, of of the culture uh, of everything at that time just uh, just not not only within the world of wrestling but it, it they just fed off of that that was I, that was that was in the days of like rage against the machine for christ's sakes you know what i mean like that to put it and, in and i and i and i hear that but I, I but i guess i'm just having trouble identifying i mean you're not wrong you're not why, wrong. Like, yeah. like if you're if if you're a badass baby feet Baby feet. Badass baby feet. <laughs> Why? That's my ska band. That's right. Like I, I don't, I don't understand why if, 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 
if you're this badass, you gotta go out there and fucking cheese it up. No! If you're a badass, <laughs> I'm sorry. Your your fucking music hits, you you walk down the aisle, no, you fucking stalk down the aisle, you take care of your fucking business and you fucking leave. That's what you fucking do. I don't like now babyface have to smile all the time. Like get the fuck out of here. You know, Vince is already fucking up his own fucking direction for NXT 2.0, and 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 it's I I guarantee that its life cycle is not too much longer because when when that contract comes up for USA, it wouldn't shock me if they were like, nope, we're not renewing it because this is not what we signed up for. I'm gonna coin a new phrase: white face baby feet. It's gonna be the perfect crossover. No, no, I think it's- Beef coined it. No, <laughs> it's it's the perfect crossover from white face baby meat to badass baby feet, white face baby feet. I like it. Badass baby feet. No, <laughs> you know, but that's that's the problem is that everything and, and not to use the term incorrectly here. It's it's kind of the 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 the, the general sense. Everything in WWE, NXT, anything that they do has been has been the corners have been chopped off and covered with nerf and grandmother kisses like that that's what happens <laughs> it's true it's true like i mean yeah. you are 100 percent correct and and um, and it's everything that made it made it the the w like literally up until the beginning of the pg era yeah, and every time they try and dip their toe back in and get a little edgy, and you can see it over over the years when they're like, "Okay, let's get a little more edgy. Let's dip our toe back into this," and they see, you know, fucking peanut butter Snickers go, "Well, we're not sponsoring this." Then they pull away and go, "No, not our precious money." Like, you know, instead of going like, "Why don't you? Why don't you get other sponsors that don't give a fuck as long as you make the money?" Like, you know, yep, I like. That's the big thing. And and the problem is, and again, I mentioned this earlier, Tom, I don't know if you heard it or not. That's kind of the problem. That, and I'm not trying to get away from NXT and what's going on down there. But, like, that's the problem that you're having right now in the world. Because you have literally the three bowls of porridge right now. And I'm not trying to take impact away from it. But I'm ta- when I'm talking about, like, how wrestling presents itself, you have the WWE that is the round, smiley, handshake version of SpongeBob dipped in <laughs> dipped in fucking pure cane sugar oh and then God. you have AEW which is perfect in my opinion and I know I sound like an apologist and I know I sound like a big old dumb internet you know well actually type but like AEW I tell people if you don't like wrestling and you don't watch wrestling watch AEW you will be fucking sports entertained like you will be sports entertained even if you know none of these guys just watch it and you'll have fun and almost I, every single person has they just go eh, it's the people who didn't really like it go eh, it's wrestling they're like eh, right. it was okay it was fun but the, I, most people go wow that was great but then on the other end of the thing over in that shadowy shadowy area over there son <laughs> that's where all the hyenas and everything are and all the fucking elephant skeletons. That's where CYN is running around that control your narrative. Yeah. And and fucking the shit that these guys are doing. The presentation is seriously like a love letter to fucking Fight Club. 
it's a love letter to that fucking edgelord you knew back in the early 2000s in high school who would sit and listen to fucking um, typo negative and and always carry around a pocket knife because he was fucking edgy and he might kill someone. Like it's it's literally the 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 spectrum. There's the there's the two extremes, and then you have the perfect thing in the middle. I don't understand why you hate control your narrative so much. I it's mean, yeah, so I, I think... fucking. It's because it is the island of misfit toys of people who could not get along with anyone in the back except for carrying cross. Carrying cross is the only one, or Killer Cross. I'm sorry, I'm calling him by his slave name. Killer Cross is the only one of that group of fucking people that that never had a problem, or I could find any reports that anyone had a problem with him in the back. The rest of the guys, there's always reports of them being pains in the dick or being arrogant, especially someone like Austin Aries. Ah, oh, that's not fair. Uh, so I, uh, so someone has said that like. Control your narrative is basically wrestling for the anti-vax crowd, and like I can't <laughs> yeah. stop like seeing that. Um, the, these these are guys who are very like overspoken about their beliefs, and like very like you know rah 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 sis boom ba. And, and I'm not trying to make it a political thing, like you know Republican Democrat. What? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm I'm not trying to do that. But I mean, a lot of them do fall into that crowd. Um, so, yeah, the, okay, um... Okay, if I may. Ja Jackson Riker's another one who's in, who's in control of your narrative as oh, well. Oh. We know where he stands. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay, uh, Austin, Austin Aries is a very big anti-vaxxer, so oh, they're, yeah. they're, you know... Okay, yes. so... Hold on, hold on, so hold on. Oh, okay, go okay. ahead, Tom, because I have here a, a report from someone who was at the first Control Your Narrative event. So, Tom, go <laughs> okay. ahead and ask your question. Oh no 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 no! I I was uh, I was gonna kind of uh, get back to something with NXT and something the something that I watched today that really uh, kind of ties in with with NXT and the developmental. But I want to hear your control the narrative. Okay, your narrative so first, here's guys. the thing. I found it. Okay, admittedly, it's not on any of the mainstream stuff, but it's from eWrestlingNews.com. Okay, I, I all I did was Google control your narrative first event. And this was like, aside from the actual control your narrative website things. Okay. Th this was the first one. You ready? So, and I quote, no chairs for fans, a space cowboy, and a reference to AEW world champion hangman Adam Page were all part of the first control your narrative event last night. Control your narrative is new promotion by EC3 and Adam Shear, uh, which will have its first taping later this month. But this was their first event. Uh, a Reddit user um, named one of the best names ever, Semi God Mount Fuji, detailed the experience. You ready? He said, it started off with the national anthem, but there was no seat for the crowds at the show. The audience was instructed to keep the show family friendly, with winners being announced as having controlled his narrative. Development talents were referred to as projects and surrounding the ring in a fight club style. So it, it is like a love letter to fight club. When action, when action went out of the ring, the projects were tasked with throwing them back in the ring. So it's like a constant lumberjack match. Austin Aries confronted Space Cowboy, who's apparently an indie, not an indie darling, but an indie person, during one segment and asked where he got his starter Adam, uh, Adam Page cosplay outfit. 
Ares then added that he'd have to carve seven inches off his legs to match the reigning AEW world champion, prompting someone in the audience to yell, and two inches off your dick. The huh? main... The main event saw EC3 and Adam Shear defeat Righteous Bateman and Vincent. Uh, Vincent, the Righteous Bateman and Vincent. I have no idea who they are. Adam Shear ended the show with saying, "This is the first of many, and will make people watch, love, and respect professional wrestling." On social media, tweets about the event uh, spread about the event, with many noting that it happened in a bar, which also featured an Uncle Cracker cover band. <laughs> so there so you go. Let me let me so so I, I literally just found this article and and, and it's th- this paragraph is 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 worth quoting and I don't quote the Sportster ever because the Sportster is not the best news outlet but this is a pretty well 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 written paragraph. The whole promotion seems like the dream of a Facebook uncle who complains about cancel culture. Control your narrative is clearly influenced by Fight Club's Project Mayhem, though they have failed to grasp the work's messages on the dangers of toxic mes- masculinity, uh, proto-fascism, and, the, and, the, fa- and the, yeah, the creation of cult-like followings. While some may find cringe humor in the debut show from being hosted in the back of an Orlando bar with some poor production value, even by independent wrestling standards, or just the bizarre nature of it all, CYN is a troubling addition to the wrestling ecosystem. Is it what? That paragra- a troubling addition. Oh to the wrestling ecosystem that paragraph absolutely kind of sums up where control your narrative is right now um and again given the headspace of those involved we shouldn't be too too surprised is there still any word about uh them landing some sort of tv deal or anything they are on they're on pro wrestling tv which I believe is a Pluto channel. I'm not 100%. I know Impact has its own channel on Pluto. But I think <coughs> Pro Wrestling TV <coughs> excuse me, is, is, uh, is on there as well. But yes, they, they're signed on with, with Pro Wrestling TV, which I think is a, maybe a YouTube channel as well. Okay, then. Well, yeah, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's control your goddamn narrative. I, I'm... It makes me sad because the the only one that really makes me sad that's caught up in all this jiggery pokery is Killer Cross. Killer Cross could go anywhere and make tons of money, yet he's fucking around with the island of misfit jagoffs. <laughs> I I mean, you know, uh, Matt Cardona, he's 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 been mentioned and linked to the promotion. I still love Austin Aries, man. Like he can be a real fucking jagoff. Oh, that's a thunder like, fucking statement. He's a giant you know, sack of planet-sized dickheads. But here's the thing. Well, I I will religiously watch the NFL on Sundays knowing that those are some of the worst people in this fucking country. So, um, absolutely. Because it's, 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 you're purely entertained by the sport of it. It's separating the art from the artist. Precisely. Yes. Yes. And and that's, that's Austin Aries in a nutshell. Like I could give two fucks about what he's saying I should or should not be eating or should or should not be masking, or should or should not be vaccinating. I don't fucking care about what he's saying. Yeah. I care about what he's doing in the ring. So I, I, I hate to see him kind of like caught up, swirl in down the tubes. Yeah. But yeah, it 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 it, it seems like this is not going to lead anywhere but bad. I, I'm I'm with you on that one. I, I've been able to separate myself a little bit. You know, separate the the art from the artist when it comes to Austin Aries. I thought he was somebody that was extremely uh you know underutilized during his uh all albeit brief tenure in wwe uh speaking uh, circling back to that 
you know, uh, underutilized and everything like that. Talking about the developmental in NXT. Um, and, and stick with me. This is going to get there. Uh, I finally got to watch. I finally watched the uh, the Brock Lesnar um, sit down interview or whatever, uh, you know, or his appearance on the Pat McAfee show. Um, if you haven't watched that before, I recommend that you do. It's very entertaining. It's good to kind of see Brock just like, you know, relaxed a little bit. Um, but there was something that Brock said at one point, and I literally paused it because uh, I was in the middle of watching it. Uh, Andy came up and she was kind of, you know, she was half paying attention, half not, whatever. But I stopped when Brock said this one thing and I was like, okay, I'm going to get, I got to get on my soapbox. Not that it really matters to her in the grand scheme of things, but I had to vent it. And she was like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. I get it. Brock said about uh, something about, you know, what the younger talent has to do nowadays, you know, uh, I forget what the question was that Pat asked him, like, you know, do you see like who do you see as like that next big star or something from some of the guys that, you know, you've been around now that, you know, now that you've come back and everything. He's like, I don't know. He's like, they they got to get over. And he's like, you got to you know make yourself stand out, do what you got to do, get over. And that's the same advice that like Bully Ray and other veterans and stuff will say. But it's easier said than done when you're handcuffed and you know scripted to death by freaking Vince McMahon in both the main roster and I'm sure to some degree now down in NXT. So again like I I'm, I'm honestly I'm kind of worried for the uh for for some of this developmental talent, you know, I mean I'm sure they're under a great learning tree with, you know, with, with some good coaches and some, you know, good, a good in-ring talent and stuff like that. But man, creatively, like I, I can't, I can't even be, I, I just expect the absolute worst of Vince McMahon sinking his old fucking geriatric tendrils deeper and deeper into things down in NXT or NXT 2.0 or fucking 2.5 or fucking whatever the fuck they're going to call it next. I, I just, Man, it, I I really I really have very pessimistic uh, predictions for for how the creative is going to go for for these talents down in NXT and then continuing into the main roster. I, I don't see how somebody can make themselves stand out and get over when they're not given the creative tools to do so. Yep, yep, and those concerns are absolutely founded um with 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 history man like that's you know Vince McMahon has not ingratiated himself to us and how he's treated up and coming talent the last really good push we saw from up and coming talent was Roman Reigns and that yeah. was 10 years ago at this point almost 10 years ago at this point um and and to and and you know and the fact that the that he had that push and was so not well received mm-hmm. by the fans because it because you know uh, no no uh, no disparaging John Cena but it was the John Cena effect essentially it's like you're gonna like this guy you're gonna like my guy it's such good shit he's such good shit he's amazing okay well no we we like this guy better no you're gonna like you're gonna like Roman Reigns no we don't want to. 
well, you're going to like it or deal with it. Yeah. Okay. We're just going to fucking boom all the time. You can't. He's a baby face. Yes, we can. I'd, uh, but, it, you know, if we don't stop Tom, it's just going to keep going. Um, it, 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 right? no, and pretty no, soon it'll no, be him it sitting. Will. It'll be him like four hours later, and he'll be like, well, I guess it all started when my dad beat me in that trailer. Yeah, Vince. Yeah, I know. You want to get another beer? Yeah, let's go to a strip club, Tom. And then we hear Tom get up and walk away from the mic. And then Beef and I call Andy and be like, hey, we're really worried. Like, Tom's, Tom's, Tom's going full rogue here. Tom, I, I, Tom, uh, Tom and Vince Tom. No, um, it's, God, no. It's, it's, it's fucking Vince wild to think that Roman Reigns has <laughs> been around for Tom. fucking a decade now. Uh, damn uh. near. Um, because they, they the, the Shield had their first big match at WrestleMania 29, and we're at 38 yeah. this year. So, yeah, well, next and, year and will, it, be a, will, will be a decade of destruction for Roman Reigns. And it goes back to something that we've talked about before, is that if it's not Vince's idea, or if he doesn't have one of his old geriatric paws in it, that it, that if you, you can't get over it organically, you really can't. Like, Speaking and, and of... If, Speaking of Vince's idea, because I, I, I hate to cut you off, but I, I want to get this in real quick. Speaking of Vince's idea and getting and getting over organically, uh, someone who absolutely got over organically, Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming back for WrestleMania this year. Oh boy! Uh, but, but yeah, it's for a fucking talk show, for the yeah. fucking Kevin Owens show, and I know our boy Ransom's gonna pop for it. Um, and, I, and I'm sure a lot of people absolutely will pop I, to see uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin come back. But, like, this is the same shit he did at WrestleMania 21 when he came out with Piper <clears throat> and they shouted at each other for a while. And then they, they, they ended up beating up um, 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 Singh. What, what, what was his name? Not Tiger Lee Singh, the, the other guy. Uh, Muhammad Hassan. Um, <clears throat> no. I don't what know. The fuck? One of anyway, the racist yeah, no, no, heel uh, characters. No, 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 anyway, no, 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 no. It was it it, it was Hassan. Anyway, um, they, they so like this is the same shit. <laughs> or like or like when he came back and uh, ended up uh, stunning like everybody in the New Day and whoever yep. they had their match with at, at that mania. Yep. Yeah. So like, like like there were so many people in my there were so many people in my stream. Last night, there was a, you know, I, I get my wrestling crossover fans and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, did you see Stone Cold? Stone Cold versus KO. It's not going to be a match. It's it's right now. The talks of it are there's an altercation. So, yeah, he's probably going to give him a stunner, but it's not a full fledged match. Quit wetting your fucking panties and calm down, Internet. The only thing worse than Stone Cold coming back and having a match and taking a spot on a WrestleMania card from a guy who deserves it. Is Stone Cold coming back, not having a match, and and getting over on KO, who you know, thank God he signed a contract. And I mean, I'm I'm sure that Kevin Owens <coughs> is absolutely through the moon. I'm sure that he's so excited to work with Stone Cold. He doesn't care if it's a fucking match, confrontation, altercation, fucking talk show. He doesn't care at all. Um, and because he's a consummate professional, and I think you know, working with Steve Austin is probably a bucket list item for a lot of people. Yeah. But that being said. You know, here we are. WWE is still clinging to the fucking Attitude Era. You have a guy like Edge who absolutely has reinvented himself over and over and over again. Second only to Chris Jericho, I think. He has made himself a main eventer by dint of who he has become, not who he was. This Edge that we're seeing now is not the same Edge that we got. 
fucking 30 years ago. Um, you know, I guess not 30, 25 years ago. But the Stone Cold Steve Austin is absolutely the same fucking beer-swilling, foul-mouthed redneck that everybody loves. He's a trope. He's a what? meme at this point. What? Exactly. And and fucking, I loved last night, uh, Kingston and, Kingston and Jericho shut had that promo. shit down. He sure fucking did. He's like, Steve Austin's not here, so shut up about it. And I'm like, fucking A, Eddie. I love you, Eddie Kingston. Because, because what is, that Eddie, Eddie Kingston's so like, pervasive. what are you going to do? Fucking fire me? Fire me. I'll go back out to the indies. I love that, him. That watch shit is so pervasive and toxic to wrestlers. Oh, like... Uh, dude, I can't count the number of times that they did it on the Pat McAfee show as a, as a, you know, just a, whatever. And, and like, I had to turn down the TV because Andy was like, it's a little much. <laughs> it's like, fucking ridiculous. I hate that shit. It was funny when it first started now. And it's been around fucking 20 years too long. Bottom uh, it, line here is that it, Stone Cold, I, I respect the legend of Stone Cold. And I think that Steve Austin, 100%. Like during the biggest boom period wrestling has ever had, took the ball, ran with it, and made a fucking killing of it. Great work. I'm not taking any of that away from Stone Cold. I'm saying that now, 20 some odd years removed from the Attitude Era, we don't need Stone Cold Steve Austin coming back to WrestleMania, beating a top star who absolutely does need a match and a win at WrestleMania. Uh, it just, you know. It's th- what? It, what? It, it, Boggles my mind. No, go ahead, Tom. It, it, I'm sorry. It, it's a, uh, um, it's it's a pervasive cyclical problem of like I mentioned the the fact that people can't get over organically. So like the fact the the fact that WWE relies so heavily on your Stone Colds or you know or somebody like if he ever comes back again, The Rock, um, people from the past. You're relying so much on the past and you're handcuffing your talent nowadays that you're never going to get that next Stone Cold or that next Rock or that next John Cena. Because arguably, you know, like uh, when you when you talk wrestling, you know, there's there's certain names that have become bigger than the WWE and stuff like that or bigger than, you know, than wrestling or whatever. Like if you say Hulk Hogan, people know who Hulk Hogan is in the, you know. It, the general Joe Schmo on the street, even somebody who's not a wrestling fan has heard of Hulk Hogan, has heard of Stone Cold, has heard of The Rock, has heard of John Cena. You know, Rock and John Cena gone on to, you know, do great things outside of the WWE and their movie careers and stuff like that. Every time I see a fucking Honda commercial, I hear John Cena's voice, you know, whatever. Things are good for them. They're doing good things. But but the problem is nowadays with the newer talent or this newer generation of talent, I should say you don't have that because Vince will not allow someone to become bigger than his WWE. Well, and, and I, I think that's part of the problem again, and we keep circling around back to it. We're in this endless fucking loop of saying when Vince McMahon dies, Everything's going to be okay. And I don't know if that's necessarily fucking true with just the the way that the fucking universe has been working the past couple years. Not entirely sure that's true. I don't know if anything in the WWE is going to be okay ever again. But the the point is, Tom's right, is that, and Beef's right, that they can't grow another talent because they have the, the weeds of all these other ones around. I love seeing The Rock come back. 
Fuck it. I love seeing Stone Cold. That, hearing that glass break makes me feel like a 14-year-old again or a 10-year-old who's dropping elbows off of his couch onto a bunch of pillows. Like, you know, it, it, it like... It, it gives For you that, WrestleMania but, it, pop. but it's that it's that WrestleMania pop. It's that popcorn thing, and then you're done, and then you kind of go, "Oh, that's right. He's not actually going to wrestle a match." Here in a perfect world, what would have happened? Austin would have agreed to one more match. Had it be like, had it be like a five minute thing, he could have hit all of his marks, and then he could have stunned KO. KO kicks out of it. Austin shocked. He goes, he goes to, he, he goes, all right, fine, fine, fine. He calls for the Steve Weisers in the middle of the match. Gets Steve Weisers, hands one to Kevin. All right, kid. All right. All right. And then he goes to boot Kevin when they're drinking the beers. Kevin sidesteps, boots him in the stomach of his own. KO stunner, pins Austin and wins. That would like make that. Kevin Owens, it would, it would strap a rocket to his back. He would be a, the biggest heel because he beat Austin at his own game at WrestleMania, but it would give him the rub, and they could just run with that shit for the rest of their lives. But they won't do that because Austin is sticking to his guns because he sees the dumb shit that Shawn Michaels partook in when he came back and did one more. Yeah, well, one one more became fucking six more years for Shawn, so... And that's and that and I'm, and I'm sure that that's exactly what you know Austin's seeing too. He, he definitely get again. I I don't begrudge the dude. He seems like a good guy and he gets the business. Um, I'm sure that they will work on a way to get them both over, but I don't see a scenario where Kevin Owens doesn't get stunned and Austin doesn't have the Steve Weisers over a lifeless Kevin Owens body. I just don't see a scenario where that happens. Yep. Which is shitty that a guy that was big fucking 27, 25 years uh, ago is going to get over a guy who should be big now. Allow fucking me to Rollins pose. Allow me to. It isn't even on the card. It, it just. I, I'm so confused. Allow me to what post a, this. What a weird time. As getting yes. both of them over. They're out there. They're having an argument. They're doing something. It's about to come to blows. McMahon comes out, gets in the middle of them. They both stun McMahon and both have Steve Weisers over Vince McMahon's lifeless body. That could work. I mean, it would literally be lifeless because I, I think I think taking a bump at his advanced age would, uh, would absolutely oh, turn the duck. Which, says you, you know you what? Know McMahon, Good idea. If he, could die, if he could die in the ring with Steve Austin at WrestleMania, I think that he wouldn't shit his pants at the end of life like everybody else does. He would just geyser of jizz would come out of him. Oh God, no! Oh no! Out of the grapefruits. Oh, I think. I think. Oh God, I think we need a burrito now. I can't. I, no, I can't. Beef. What this else do we all, need to touch on? I, I'm this done. Is, this, this is <laughs> everything being spoken right now is true. No, man, that's that's pretty much the end of the 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 thing. I mean, I, like I said, I don't I don't understand the the whole Seth Rollins thing. Like, oh, Seth Rollins is gonna have a WrestleMania match. Yes, he fucking is. He's like one of your quote unquote pillars of WWE. There's no fucking so like and, and I think Meltzer and I think SRS both had this to say. They're like, no one fucking believes this whole 
oh, you know, the, the big superstar not going to get a fucking match at WrestleMania. Like, so, 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 so quit pulling that fucking udder because there ain't no milk coming out. Oh, um, speaking of Seth Rollins, uh, did, did you guys hear, uh, did you see that article I sent to you guys about, uh, Becky Lynch being injured? She got injured at a house show or something recently. Yeah, yep. but I guess it's not super serious. It, okay, yeah, she got sure. her. Well, no, it's serious, but like, it's not like she won't be able to compete. Okay, I wasn't. I wasn't sure because I didn't. Yeah, she had I, her I, voice I box crushed. Yep. Yeah. So, which yeah. only adds more heat to the Becky and um, Bianca feud. So, yeah. I yep. I just hope that they do the right thing with that man. Like while while we're talking about WrestleMania, they they absolutely have to let Bianca beat Becky, right? Like there's not even a fucking chance that we get another fucking SummerSlam de- debacle like this yeah. has to happen. Yeah, it's a good looking fucking question, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> that's, why? That's, that's a good looking fucking question and we can answer that as we draw closer to WrestleMania and it's coming up here soon, man. It's coming up quick. What is it? Is it April? Um, what the is it? April? Weekend in April, I believe the 6th the f- and or not the uh, the 1st and 2nd? No, it, no. it's it, I don't. I don't think it's the ninth and tenth. Um, but the, either way, it, it is yeah, coming me, up quick. I have yeah. Let me let me Google it really quick. Um, while while we're still on the topic, wrestle. Oh, did we have a stump the champs? We do not. Oh no, no. because he was on our show last time. Uh, the second. Bros, I got some news for you. WrestleMania thirty eight is going to be April second and third. Yep. So that's three, four, four weeks from tonight, or from uh, from this weekend, rather. I so. I cannot make it to uh, night one. I just realized Sounds that we have, right. we have a gig. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, we oh, have no. a gig. We have a gig night one. Yep, April second. Even though I told them because I thought I was under the assumption that it was going to be the the second weekend, the first full weekend in April. You right. know what I mean? Which is usually what it is, yeah. But yeah, but the, but this one technically is the first full weekend of April. But um, so I'll probably I'll probably have to be there Sunday Sunday evening. See if I can get that Monday off. I don't know. I'm getting a little light on PTO. Anyway, burrito time, guys. Thank you very much for joining us for the P3 podcast. Both episodes this week. Um, I uh, I'm doing my best to get the uh, anchor uploaded now that I have real big boy internet in the real big boy pudatorium. Um, yeah. So I I've done quite a bit. There's only one missing episode, but guess what? No episodes are missing on the YouTube. You can go on over there and you can check them out over on YouTube. But you can also check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple, uh, was it iTunes? Uh, anywhere that you find your quality podcast, you can find P3 Podcast. So make sure you check that out. Also, I need to get off my lazy duff and I need to find time to uh, conduct some of the interviews that I'd like to set up. I'm working on, uh, I talked to Dos Hermanos Luchas. I'd love to sit down and talk with them about their expansive uh ring worn um lucha gear um and they have such a knowledge of lucha libre and the culture and the history it would be great to sit down talk. plus i've known those guys forever so like we'll have to sit down talk to them um i i'm gonna see if i can get a a chat with um uh mr bill apter see if maybe we can get a talk with bill um and uh you know just some other fun 
insane jiggery pokery. I also want to make a petition to go ahead and bring back uh, collar elbow tie-up. I think that would be a lot of fun, but that's a discussion for another time. Again, thank you to the sponsors, Mr. Casual Gaming Dad, our very own Tiger Bomb Tom, and his page over on Facebook, Casual Gaming Dad. Join Casual Gaming Dad's corner. Keep up with all the awesome streaming he does on Facebook, also on Twitch, and also on YouTube. And uh, Tom... I, I'm sorry I hadn't been there the past two weeks for the inaugural Strictly Twitch Among Us, yeah. and then also last this past uh, Tuesday because I was still man down. I no, really no, felt okay. like garbage. That's, um, that's okay, and I, and I want to thank everybody uh, real quickly for uh, for their support coming out because um, I, I I may have actually it may have happened sooner than what I realized, but I got the email. So we are um, as of this last Tuesday Twitch exclusive, uh, we are. Uh, Twitch affiliate, uh, so that has happened. So, so you are uh, now button. exclusively Twitch. No, 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 no. Oh. Just on Tuesdays. No. Um, so moving forward, um, the streams are going to be Facebook and YouTube simulcast, and then whatever nights I end up doing Twitch exclusive, uh, we'll try to. I'll try to upload that uh, that video to the YouTube page later on in the week. So as of right now, uh, Tuesday nights are Twitch exclusive. And uh, the rest of the nights that I stream will be uh, Facebook, YouTube simulcast. Well, congratulations, buddy. I'm proud of you. Thank you, sir. Thank Make you. Make sure to continue supporting Casual Gaming Dad, not just by uh, viewing him on Twitch, not just by viewing him on YouTube or on Facebook, but also by buying his merch over on GouldGaming.com. Search on Casual Gaming Dad. Get all your awesome Casual Gaming Dad merch and get your very own Pittsburgh Driver podcast t-shirt. would really help us out. And it's not just $49.99, you idiots. It's cheaper than that, and they're high quality t-shirts we also want to thank the ghost of frig off ransom uh ransom the madman he is uh he has not been here this week and it makes me sad i missed him but i hope i channeled you well enough uh old old spirit ransom uh with a little bit of the salt and a little bit of the uh the booze too uh but check out his youtube channel frig off ransom he is one of the funniest people that i know and just just a a great guy all around. Uh, we also want to thank Mr. Sean Tischler and his work with uh, Central PA uh, Independent Wrestling, uh, specifically IWC. So thank you, Sean. And hopefully we can get out this summer to some independent wrestling shows. I know we've been saying that a lot, but the past few years have been kind of screwy, haven't it? For myself, the barbarian, Poot the Bard, Bay Bay, Mr. Tiger. Come on, Tom, give me one. Uppercut. Bomb Tom. And, uh, of course, like I said, his page, Casual Gaming Dad. Uh, for Mr. Ransom, the madman. Everyone, moment of silence for him. Let him channel into you. Ah, uh, yes. He called me a dick nozzle. Anyway, what did he call you in your head? And, of course, our wrestling encyclopedia, Mr. Beef the Legend. Have a great week, everybody. Canis Knuckles. Knuckles. <laughs>